The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Dr. Elmo is a country music singer, veterinarian and competitive runner, best known for his Christmas novelty song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And first of all, I have to say that I love the fact that you are actually a proper doctor, because there's so many musical artists that put doctor in front of their name just for fun, but you've got the proper qualification there. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, there was a... Oh, there was a comedian named Dr. Gonzo ah. uh, that used to perform around here all the time. Mm. But he wasn't really a doctor. He said he just called himself that to piss his dad off <laughs> because his dad wanted him to be a doctor. Yeah, that's quite incredible then. Dr. Gonzo and Dr. Elmo, yeah. you've both got Muppet names. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, of course, you're best known for the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. How did that song originally come about? How were you approached to sing it? Um, I was playing in a bluegrass band. I was a banjo player. Ah. And uh, I was playing up at Lake Tahoe. And when, when I got there, there was a big snowstorm and the band that was supposed to be leaving wasn't able to leave. Mm -hmm. So I did my show that night and uh, I'm not a very good singer. So I did a lot of funny songs. You know, if you do <laughs> funny songs, it doesn't matter if you can sing or not. Yeah. Um, so after I did my show, a guy came up and he said, I'm with the other band and uh, I have this song that I wrote and I think it would be perfect for you. But, uh, you know, we would never sing it in our band. And so I gave him my guitar and he sat down and started singing Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> and I thought it was a pretty brilliant song. Mm. Not that I thought it would ever be a long time hit, but yeah. I thought it gets everyone's attention. Yeah, definitely. So I recorded it. Uh, I was still working as a veterinarian, too. Mm. I recorded that song and gave it to some of my friends. I did 500 vinyl 45s. Gave it to a few friends, maybe gave six or eight out, yeah. just for kind of a Christmas gag gift. And uh, one of my friends took it to a radio station. I was driving to work a few days later, and this disc jockey in San Francisco said, we have a song that we played earlier. A lot of people called in and said they hated it. <laughs> and uh, some other people said that they wanted to hear it again. Yeah. And so if we get 50 requests, we'll play it. Wow. And so 
they played it, and uh, I was totally stunned because I never thought about giving it to, to a radio station. Yeah, and I guess you recorded it yourself then. You didn't really get any labels or proper professional people involved then. It was a personal experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you could call it maybe a vanity recording. <laughs> I just wanted to record it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And how long did it take then for the song to actually become popular and charming? Well, it played in 1979. That disc jockey played it a few times, and a lot of people called in and said they didn't want to hear that song again <laughs> where Grandma gets killed at Christmas. Yeah. And so that was that. It was over. I thought, mm. well, that was kind of fun while it lasted. Uh, the following year, 1980, uh, they started playing it again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people really liked it, but there was kind of a buzz. Everyone would say, have you heard that Christmas song uh-huh. where grandma gets killed at Christmas? <laughs> and of course, you know, media, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. So uh, everyone started calling in to see if they could hear it. Yeah. And of course, there was only one disc jockey that had it. <laughs> I didn't send it out to radio stations or anything. <laughs> so he started playing it. And other radio stations started taping it on cassette tapes from his show. And then they started playing it and more people started. And and then 1980 was over again. Hmm. 1981, same thing happened, but started spreading out across the country. Yeah. Um, and it still wasn't a hit and we weren't selling any. Uh, maybe 1982, I... Uh, you know, I only pressed 500 copies wow. and I had I still had them all in my garage mm. by 1982, except for the few that this disc jockey had. Yeah. So I went to Tower Records and I said, could I could I sell some of my records here at Tower Records? It was a big record chain, as you may know. Yeah. Um, and they said, well, OK, we'll take 10. And so. You know, at 50 cents a piece, and they cost me a dollar, but <laughs> I wanted to get some notoriety. <laughs> anyway, uh, I gave it to them, and I went home. This was when it was being played some. So I went home, and there was a message on my sh- machine that said, this is Tower Records. Could you bring in 25 more of those uh, vinyl 45s? Wow. And uh, then there was a second message on it that said, this is Tower Records again. Yeah. Could you bring in 500 more of those? <laughs> and so... I sold all of them to Tower Records within a couple of days, and then I didn't have any more. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought, well, that's the end of that, too. <laughs> but in, in 1983, everyone started talking about it, and I sold my veterinary hospital and used a lot of the proceeds to make a video. Uh-huh. And uh, we filmed the video, and we had a big crew. It was just like a little three-and-a-half-minute movie of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And I sent it to MTV, didn't hear anything, and I thought I wasted a lot of money there. Yeah. But all of a sudden, MTV called me up, and they said, we got this video, and we think it's great. Wow. And they put it on regular rotation. And uh, some mom-and-pop uh, record distribu- distributor in Nashville, Tennessee, they said, we'll make a deal with you. We'll press 250000 And they did. Wow. And you have to know that if just these two people, if they didn't sell them, they would have, they would have lost a lot of money. But they sold them all right away. Because yeah. people have been hearing it for a few years. Mm. And um, in the following year, and that year, because they sold 250000 in a couple of weeks, and it was playing on MTV. Uh, in 1983, Billboard uh, had a Christmas chart, and Grandma got 
got run over by a reindeer replaced White Christmas at number one. Wow, that's incredible. And of course, in the music video, you played grandpa and grandma as well, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. I did, yes. <laughs> Couldn't afford another actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, you mentioned that you originally did 500 copies and they asked for thousands, but of course it's now sold, what, 12 million or something like that? 12 million uh, in like uh, vinyl, yeah. cassette and uh, CD. Uh, it's been it's been quite good online too. Like I don't we we haven't been counting the ones online. Oh yeah. But uh, probably another few million there. Oh yeah, definitely. And I guess the thing is these days you don't even have to buy a song anymore to listen to it. No, you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. You made a rap version of it as well, didn't you? At some point. I did. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, it, we had a little line and it goes. She went back to crack a brew, which I told her not to do. She <laughs> forgot to pop her meds. Now we got to phone feds. Hey, hey, grandma girl, you're giving us a scare. Hey, hey, grandma girl, hope you got clean underwear. Ow! Wow, that was quite a performance there. <laughs> <laughs> and there was actually an animated film of the same name, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, and you did a couple of voices in that, didn't you? I did. I was the narrator and also did did the voice of uh, uh, grandpa uh. yeah I we uh, a- after it seemed like the song was gonna stick um, I I'd like it started becoming a hit around 1983 and 84 mm. and around 19 it wasn't until almost 15 years later that people thought you know would, would be willing to take a chance on making a movie yeah so uh, I kind of co-produced the movie with a CBS executive named Fred Rappaport. And not only have you done this one Christmas song, but you've done many other Christmas songs as well over the years and Christmas albums even. Well, you know, it was something that I was hoping for a different kind of career. (laughs) But at one point, if we could uh, if we could write maybe eight or ten Christmas songs and then put grandma on the album, (laughs) it would sell pretty well. And and then now we have some other Christmas songs. None of them as popular as uh, the grandma song, but mm-hmm. we have a few other Christmas songs that have become minor hits. You know, one called Grandma's Killer Fruitcake mm. and Grandpa's Gonna Sue the Pants Off Santa <laughs> and a few of those. And so, uh, and then I, later on, I made a bluegrass banjo album, uh, like a bluegrass Christmas album where I played the banjo on it a lot. We did some Christmas songs as banjo instrumentals. Wow. Do you ever get annoyed that you're only really known for the one song and not those others? Not at all. (laughs) I'm so happy to have that one. Here's the reason why. I didn't start playing music until I was 35 years old. And I always felt like I was not a good musician because, you know, like you start learning late in life like that. Uh, there's a lot of people who are, and, and I don't think that I had much talent either, yeah. but I worked hard at it. And uh, I became a competent banjo player. Ooh. And so uh, I always thought that because I was not steeped in the music business and I wasn't like a talented musician, that I was lucky to have anything at all. <laughs> yeah. And I guess you must make all your money from royalties at the one time of year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I have a Halloween song that's been oh. quite popular. Hmm. Uh, even though, there, you know, other than Monster Mash, I have a song called Haunted Hoedown yeah. that uh, 
never expected it to be, but just wanted to make a Halloween album. Uh, we were, I was on the Sony label and they asked me to make a song, a Halloween album. Yeah. And, uh, so we have a song called Haunted Hoedown that's, uh, it brings in quite a bit of royalties these days. Yeah, definitely. And I suppose making most of it at Christmas is better than a lot of people because... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're never going to be short of money when you have to buy presents. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So what are some of your favourite other Christmas songs that perhaps you haven't recorded but just have heard over the years and thought, ooh, that's good? Oh, my favourite Christmas song is Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Ah. I love that Christmas song. And whenever I'm sitting around doing nothing, I play it all the time. You know, on the guitar, just because it's such a beautiful song. Mm. Yeah, that and uh, and uh, 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 a few other Christmas songs. Uh, I play with a group called Holiday Express every Christmas. Yeah, we do. They do like like fifty show. We play every day and sometimes twice a day. Yeah. and they play a lot of beautiful Christmas songs and. Actually, I I enjoy playing those songs maybe more than Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Wow. Although 
I love the adulation. Mm. When I played grandma, I got run over by reinders. Yeah. Great to have the recognition. Yeah. And I suppose it's quite interesting in America because most of the Christmas classics that you enjoy over there are the ones like Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby from way back. Whereas for us, we're still very much aware of those songs and enjoy them and play them. But we still have ones from the 70s and 80s. So I guess it's quite a big achievement for you to break through in that era with your own Christmas song. It's, it was really, I'm still amazed because there's very few songs that, that do break through. Yeah. And all those songs are still the mainstay for, for radio and everything else when you hear it. And, and actually to have, you know, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer sandwiched in between White Christmas and... Uh, and uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire yeah. is uh, is pretty mind blowing for me. <laughs> yeah, that's quite an incredible <laughs> mixture that they have. Right, yeah. and you're a keen runner as well, aren't you? I am. Yes, I. Uh, my wife's. Uh, she was my girlfriend then. Yeah. She was a runner, and uh, she kind of coaxed me into running. Mm-hmm. And she used to run maybe eight or ten miles on a run. And I'd run out a half a mile with her and then run back for the half a mile. But then as time went on, I started running a lot. And uh, I was always kind of a mid to the maybe mid to backpack runner. Mm. But uh, that was in my 60s. But when I, you know, when I was 75, I won a national championship in cross country. And that really inspired me more to start running. And so now I go to a lot of national and some uh, some world championships and uh, i like to run in them uh with mixed results i i did win a gold medal in brazil at the world championships there wow. so uh so i so it's it's more like i was never a great runner yeah. but i sort of outlived my competition yeah and how much competition is there in your age category um i last uh, a couple of years ago i went to um uh, National Senior Games. Mm. It was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. And uh, there may have been, oh, uh, 30, maybe 30 um, 80 year olds. Wow. I'm, I'm 85 now. Yeah. But when I went to uh, Malaga, Spain for the World Championships, there was like 60, 80 year olds. Wow. Yeah. And most of them are faster than me, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. But you do hold some records, don't you? I do. Yeah. yeah. I have a. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had it, it, it. Somebody can always break your record, but I had the fastest mile in the world for an 80 year old. Uh, and that lasted for about maybe nine or 10 months. And then somebody broke that record. Uh, but I still hold some records like for the mile. Yeah. When I was 83, uh, I ran, ran a 740 mile. And wow. it's not a world record, but it's but it's a record for that course. Yeah. Do you think you'd be able to outrun a reindeer if it tried to run you over? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's it like performing live with a song like that? Because I guess a lot of people... People know it, and it's a funny song, so the crowd must love it. They do love it, and they love to. And you know, sometimes, like in these uh, big stadiums, how how people know the artist lyrics yeah. and everything. Well, in this one, 
there's a few things in grandma got run over by a reindeer that the crowd is usually on to mm. where they don't actually i mean they can sing along with me on the chorus but when we get to the part where we say should we open up her gifts or send them back <laughs> usually it's great to hear maybe a thousand people holler send them back <laughs> that's always good and do you have any particular favorites of all the shows that you've done um right now my favorite shows are with this uh holiday express is mm. the group that i play with now yeah mostly in the, on the east coast around new york new jersey philadelphia and uh and so we play at uh, at soup kitchens and uh in homeless shelters and uh this organization they they have a bunch of trucks they show up at this venue and they'll have a wonderful warm meal and a lot of people that are on the street come in off the street and so it might be like a venue that holds anywhere from five to eight hundred people and they all come in out of you know 20 degree weather wow. and they have a warm meal and they give them all a gift and we do a two-hour show yeah. uh, most of christmas songs hmm. but we'll play anything that they want to hear yeah and uh so that's that's my favorite uh, show to play. And we, we play maybe 50 of those shows. And uh, it's the most uh, emotional thing yeah. that, that, that you could imagine to play with a group like that. Because everyone is so downtrodden, mm. but so happy yeah. to have that time. Yeah, that sounds like a great experience to have. And what have you been up to more recently? Because I guess the last nearly two years might have been a bit different, but before that, have you been having some other projects to work on? I, I usually play with a band uh, once a week where I live yeah. during the year. And, and then... Um, well, you you know, just Christmas. I just learned how to start. I just started baking sourdough bread Ooh. recently. I don't know if that's much of a project of any interest to anyone. <laughs> but um, yeah, and and just that and running. That's pretty much all I have the energy to do. Mm. And you seem like a very happy guy. You're very relaxed and easygoing. There's no tension there. What's your secret? When you get a little bit older, you care less about what people think about you. <laughs> You're not trying to impress girls anymore. No. Like it's too late for that. Yeah. So that, that takes a lot of the edge off. Okay. So the advice is just to wait and then you'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If, if you can stay healthy. Yeah. And, and you will be happy. Yeah. So what are you up to this Christmas? Anything fun? Yes. Ooh. We're going to play at some shows in New York. We play at the Cutting Room. It's a popular club in New York City. Mm. And then I'll play with Holiday Express. We'll probably play 50 shows with them. And also play with a band called Holodelic mm. that's a soul band that plays a lot of original Christmas songs. Yeah. And so... So I'm looking forward to all of that. Yeah, definitely. That sounds very exciting. Well, where are we able to keep up to date with you everywhere and listen to all your songs from across the decades? Well, I'm uh, well. All my songs are on iTunes, mm. and and I'm also on Facebook. Ah. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for joining us on the show today. It's been great talking to you. Thank you, Toby. It's great to be on Shout Radio. <laughs> 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.